0: we are in debt (laughs) stop talking to the child get a job bud are you are you are you ready (laughs) expensive
1: whatever be happy
2: hey everyone welcome back to the funny favors Show a 3:30 something share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam.
0: Can you believe how much I'm in heaven? I, I, I'm getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. <laughs> and Jim.
1: <laughs> New year, nude Doug.
2: Today, we cover episode 8, part 1 of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 8, part 1's title is Doug Gets His Ears Lowered. Now, uh, that is not, you heard that right, dear reader, that is not literal, uh, which is a joke that comes up repeatedly. <laughs> is
0: that episode. even a thing this anyone says? Yeah, so I looked this up, yeah, and there's same. no, I could not find any etymology, like According to Urban Dictionary, like the it's, it references Doug, so this might just what? be yeah. So this might just be something Jim Jenkins came up with. No, I mean, okay, I've definitely heard
2: like old people say this a lot. Like people who would not have gotten this from Doug, I would hope not at least.
0: I've never uh, heard so, it other than Doug.
2: All right,
1: it must be okay. some extremely local thing.
2: I think it's just an extremely old people thing. Also, that. like it's it's. It's one of those, like, old jokes, uh, like, there's another old joke that get, gets made in this uh, about haircuts. I think old people just love
0: joking about haircuts. So, this, this episode made me astutely aware of the Herculean task of extracting, like, actual entertainment from this turd of a show.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of nothing here, even by dog standards.
0: So I'm gonna build yeah. something, dear reader. Come with me on this journey. Now also, like together. the other
1: thing is that like you I feel like this ties into our Doug as incel theory pretty strongly. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of like body issues yeah, with body it. it's it's very, issues To me,
0: that's a very existential episode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. okay, I can see it. I can see it. I can't yet. Yeah. Not least because it <laughs> begins with nightmare.
2: Sure. Uh, yeah, as is the case with a lot of these episodes, it does begin with a nightmare. Uh, it begins with Doug running from some floating scissors, uh, that are chopping after him as we run into, like, this creepy-ass fucking clown carnival, right? Like, he runs through, like, a clown's open mouth and runs into the Hall of Mirrors, uh, and the carnival repeats itself. Like, it's, I mean, this is just an animation thing. Yeah. The carnival, like, everything that he passes repeats itself multiple times.
1: A lot of this episode feels like the animators are bitching at the writing staff for, hey, you're making us do this real pain in the ass thing. So we're just going to get back at you somehow.
0: So I took this as a metaphor uh, for the larger, like, idea that Doug is realizing that he's a fictional character in a fictional universe. Because <laughs> I think what happens is, because, uh, like, think about it. Like, this the little segment ends when he gets his hair cut. So does the actual episode. He's screaming when the segment ends because he's screaming, like, the horrible realization is coming upon him. And he, like, that he, gets, he resets his life every time an episode starts. That's why he goes into a hall of mirrors and sees just, like, variations of himself. Yeah. And also,
1: it does right. make sense that, yeah, it's... Because a lot of the, what this episode becomes about is, no, if I go off model, I am no longer myself.
0: Yeah. Do you remember? Like, do you remember when I said this is a very existential episode? Doug's realizing there's just so many goddamn versions of himself, and time only passes when we look at him. <laughs> <laughs> this is also one of those things. So,
2: this fantasy, uh, as Sam was alluding to, when he runs into the uh, Hall of Mirrors, the scissors catch up to him, and they cut his hair. Uh, now, when they cut his hair. Uh, the, the hairs, like, jump forward in front of him and, like, wiggle in front of him, and then he screams at them. And that goes uh, to the
0: title card. That Doug is done. He's gone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> was, did that, like, clip his, uh, was that, like, the strings of his soul? No, it's was, just like, him realizing
0: something? the episode's gonna end when his hair cuts, and he knows that, like, the end, well this is, this is him dreaming about the end.
1: This is a real Westworld shit. I
0: also just
2: kind of was like, man, that's not a terrible haircut when he gets yeah, cut. It's fine. Yeah. No,
0: exactly. he <laughs> gets cut exactly like how he wants it. It's not yeah. like it. there's no reason to scream otherwise. Yeah. So he's screaming at something that isn't the hairs floating. Yeah. In front of no, him. he's screaming at the, at the dread realization that that his life is about to end, and then he screams <laughs> and then cuts the title card, and then <laughs> jumps to a different dug. Yep. Doesn't reference so- this dream at all. Doesn't like there's no context for the dream. It just happens.
2: It's like one of those, like a different reality that he's seeing
0: in the media. Yeah, I think every episode is a different reality. Jesus, intriguing. All right, so we'll <laughs> we... get uh, there's there's further evidence as this episode yeah. continues because I have a grand narrative to construct here. Because <laughs> I Perfect. can't, I if I just take this at face value, I'll go insane. And afford him? That's what I did, and I'm very sane. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: uh, we cut out the title card to Doug in the bathroom uh, and he's staring into a mirror and he's like, man, I've put it off for so long and I've put it off and I've put it off but I really need to get a haircut. But I don't know where to because no one here in Bluffington cuts my hair like Big Al did when I lived in Bloatsburg. Two notes
1: here. One, the this is the first time we have seen Doug wearing clothing that is not his usual green sweater vest and shirt combination like this is well pardon Mm -hmm. me we did see him differently in the one talent show episode for a second because he had the fucking bow tie on but this is the first time we've seen him in a separate costume and which will become slightly more apparent later second this is our first shot of the animator's really struggling, because they've been told part of the concept of this is that, well, Doug has long hair for the duration of this. And Doug's character design is such that drawing Doug's hair is genuinely a pain in the ass. As we've mentioned a couple of times before, Doug's hair is just a couple of strands going straight up. And normally, that's not a problem to animate for whatever, like it's more of a pain in the ass than if you just have... More or less a helmet of hair, like Patty Mayonnaise just has a blob, Roger Kloss just has the pie fade or whatever. Mm -hmm. Doug, you have to animate each one of those strands separately, and when you call attention to the fact that all those individual strands are longer now, it looks kind of fucked up and they have a very hard time keeping him on model throughout the episode because every once in a while he's shorter, it's longer, this is a pain. They have more jiggle elbows.
0: <laughs> All right. Also, note that like this is a physical representation of time passing, but he says <laughs> that he's just moved here. Yep. Okay, but I mean, could so be a it month, but that... he's but he's put he said he's put it off for a long time. And how many episodes are we in? We're in like eight or nine eight? episodes. Yeah, yeah. So like it's the uh, the time's getting like like I said, it only it, time only passes for Doug when the plot dictates it, which is like every cartoon, but. Like, uh, it calls, it's, it calls attention to itself here. Yes. Okay. But like, so
2: let's assume that, so we know that all episodes, at least the Nickelodeon run of Doug happen within the same year and this is episode eight. So like there were, I don't know, 50, 60 episodes of this. Uh, so it could, it stands a reason this could only be like eight weeks in, you know, that he's been living there. He hasn't been living there that long.
0: Right. But I mean, like how, how long do you say, uh, I just moved into a place. How long is that time period? Well, I mean, he'd been living in Bloatsburg his whole life, so yeah. a decent
2: amount.
1: yeah. But still. Eddie's he's, he's still, a tiny idiot point. baby who has no perspective on anything. <laughs> Obviously.
0: Also, <laughs> also would like to note here that the Al, big Al's full name is Al Sweeney, which is the name Sweeney Todd is the name of a demon barber yeah oh yeah that's true so i mean (laughs)
2: maybe he just like has a grasp on doug and (laughs) doug feels this loyalty to him that only
0: sweeney can get his hair just right (laughs) only a sweeney can do it it's mentioned
1: that uh doug feels loyalty to mr sweeney because he's the only person who's ever cut doug's hair and we flash back to baby doug the two most perfect baby doug, the two baby most perfect doug. worlds in the english <laughs> language and uh <laughs> baby doug is sitting in a plain chair and he goes we all right like time to cut boy. your hair and uh al sweeney is also in the same we discussed in a previous episode that uh yeah this is a post-racial utopia by the way al sweeney talks like uh yeah, Al Sweeney is doing a cut-rate Bernie Sanders impression. Al Sweeney is definitely a New York Jew of some description, but, you know, we don't talk about that here. Anyway, he zooms in, he's, all right, here it comes, and he cuts Doug's single hair, and he giggles, and Doug steps to out and out, and he takes the, uh, fucking barber cloak thing. Sheet off
2: barber cloak, barber cloak.
1: Yes, used by our barbers. Cloak of
2: so, no, no hair ability. Yeah,
1: there we go. And uh, it takes it cloak off and reveals of hair that
0: repulsion. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> and he takes it off and reveals that Doug has been wearing the same green sweater vest and shirt combination since he was like three.
0: It's like nothing yeah. ever changes. Weird.
3: There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Sweeney.
0: Yeah. that be—he f- cuts one hair, and I just imagine him going. That'll be four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Like Doug's the yeah. reason why Sweeney was so cool to him is because Doug's the
0: best customer ever. Also, That's like two they let him play. He looks like I don't know five here. It's very funny that his parents just let him go to the bar by himself. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, okay, they could have been like sitting in the back, right? Like in the in the like that in would the be, that would have been
0: hard to animate. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> and also, I mean, that would have like. Guess shown some care from his parents, which we're not really. As we established
0: last
1: episode, babies are delivered by package service, and they're just like, well, shit, we didn't really hit the big time with this one.
0: They forgot to put air holes in Doug's package.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So we cut back to that this was all in a flashback where he was imagining old Sweeney. Um, and we cut back. And Doug is describing his ideal hairstyle, right? He's saying something to the effect of normal, but not dopey, neat, but kind of messy, and just right, but not too right. It's now, a paradox.
3: Hmm. I
2: mean, I can kind of relate to that. It's really difficult to describe,
1: like, cut my hair normal, right?
2: Like I, I can't. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: There's know. an ancient technique of... Barber sorcery that can be used by anybody to achieve getting the same haircut again. Behold, gentle <laughs> viewer, as I reveal to you, this just shorter. That's it. Yeah, Three words.
2: but that doesn't fucking work. I've tried that. It doesn't fucking work. Please, I it depends please on your give me a
0: double mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Well, that's kind of what Doug imagines happening yeah. to him later. <laughs> like, haircuts that wouldn't be possible with his hair. Uh, but okay, so... As we're coming out of this, like, Porkchop is also having some body issues. Yeah. Right? Like, he steps on the scale, and he's like, oh, God, I'm so heavy. He's, like, trying to make himself look different. Like, this whole episode is kind of into that.
1: Yeah, I'm not like, sure why. Like, they don't really go anywhere with Porkchop suddenly worrying right. about how fat he is, but... It's a thing. They don't
0: really go anywhere with poor Chubb's episode. And he has, like, a couple of little sl- subplots that just, just go into a dead end. Like, he really <laughs> wants to play a game, like, a video game that is going to play. He, it's shown in while he's in one of the hair salons that he can read.
1: Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's reading, reading a magazine like for dogs, which is lets you... In the yeah, hairs,
0: for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, there's an it's <laughs>
1: like, it's... We see glimpses of pork chop having a much more interesting, mundane day where nothing happens. Right. But, okay, so,
2: like, I can kind of... So, Doug is worried that he's not going to be able to find someone to cut his hair right. And, I mean, I can kind of understand this in this aspect because this was in the age before the internet, right? Like, how the hell are you supposed to know... Who's good at cutting hair? Right, there's no reviews. You're gonna like look in the phone book and just find random names. What you do right? is uh,
1: the thing that actually Doug ends up doing. You talk to people and ask where they get their hair cut.
2: Right, but everyone he talks to, everyone is like he knows has like weird ass hair. Right, like it's I'm a little like different his, in which this is
1: completely normal.
2: Right, it's normal but not too normal. Yeah, he also personal. ties
0: up his entire identity into like these eight strands of hairs that he has. Right, like he says, if yeah. it doesn't, if these hairs don't look exactly right, I'm not me anymore. Which, thank goodness, no one's trying to dress him different. Yeah, no, that'd be a real <laughs> fucking Damn, problem.
2: Oh, uh, so, okay, so we leave the bathroom uh, with Duck.
1: As and, we do um, every go, morning.
2: Exactly. That's a lovely thing to start your day with. Uh, and we walk outside, and we run into who else but Mr. Dink. Uh, now, Dink has a hedge trimmer, and this is the first time that Dink's had, like, a normal piece of equipment. Yeah. And he's just like, this is crazy. This is my new hedge trimmer, right? Uh, and he uses it, and he immediately just, like, sculpts a uh, a bush that looks like Tippy.
0: Yeah. Right? He, he this might like, just amazing. be a worthless uh, Edward Scissorhands reference just for no reason. Yeah. Right. I think there's a lot of those in this. I'm just like worthless winks to the audience. Yeah, he, it's just, just, he, like, he takes off his hat and he looks like Krusty the clown. <laughs> there's also right.
1: just kind of interesting in Mr. Dink turning the tree into a decent topiary statue. And uh, of course, Mrs. Dink's response is. <laughs>
3: My tribute to
1: you, my dearest. Some women are put on pedestals. I get put in a planter. This is the first time that Mr. Dink has actually done a thing that's kind of impressive, and Tippy is still being a shit about it.
2: I mean, she's Dink has probably like tried to appease her with dumb gifts so many times by now that she's just like, Jesus Christ, dude, like this is cool, but you spent like eight thousand dollars on this trimmer. Entirely
1: <laughs> right. fair, but that is not her complaint. Her complaint is some women get put on pedestals. I get put in a planter. Like, oh come on.
0: You only yeah, make twenty dollars a month from your short stories. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> We are in debt. (laughs) Stop talking to the child. (laughs) Get a job, bud.
2: God. Yeah, I've been supporting. Like, my dad only has so much money, dude. So, Tippy remarried.
1: So, Tippy used to be Chi Chi and remarried after she realized, yeah, Goku has the mind of a child and found another similar childlike man. Yeah, Dragon Ball so, Z crossover. Eat it, nerds. Great. So uh,
2: Dink also makes a joke that's supposed to be just a throwaway to Doug, where he, like when Doug says he's looking to get a haircut, Dink goes, ha ha, which one? And that's actually like accurate, given Doug's flesh. Yeah, no, right?
1: it'd be a shitty non-joke in any other circumstance, but no, Doug has eight hairs.
2: And it also, in his flashback, a minute ago, it literally just happened where he got one haircut.
1: Yeah, (laughs) a fun case of that classic Jenkins dynamic of, I can see you were going for something here, but you face-planted in a very complex and baffling way. Well, it's
2: just that no no respect for an audience that pays attention. Yeah. I think is the way we phrased it last time. Uh which, you know, fucking no one is doing this like it's we do. Yes. It's us. It's just us. Uh and you too now, dear dear reader. We're sorry. We've infected you. There's yeah. no cure
0: Yeah, except for more more episodes. The only <laughs> escape is death. Speaking of that, uh Mr. Dink <laughs> gives Doug, a card to the cutting
1: edge hair.
0: Cutting edge hair and then like the holy sound plays, like the holy guitar riff. That's the paddy riff. It's a fucking straight racer. (laughs) He gives him a straight razor, and it plays like the angelic chorus. Cutting edge hair. Very expensive. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) And
1: very expensive written on the bottom. Where, oh, if, I don't know, you were to put some powdered substance on the razor, it would get stuck (laughs) in there.
0: This is your end, Doug. This is where the, This is where it ends.
2: It's not even clear that it's a business card shaped like a straight no, razor. It might it just, just be might a, be a razor. Strength. Yeah, I carry these around go, in my
1: pockets, Doug? Douglas, for reasons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like so, yeah. It's because Doug asked for a recommendation of where to get his haircut, and also I gotta say. If you're looking for like a tagline of a good barber to go to, I don't think you want to <laughs> go with we're very expensive. <laughs> right? If you're trying to sell someone on coming to your
0: shop. Doesn't seem like a good business model. This is Doug realizing as a cartoon, it's very expensive to make. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right.
2: So, yeah, so so Doug gets this fucking razor blade that he pockets. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. He starts walking
1: towards yeah, it. Yeah, Doug's concerned about, I don't know, I'm not sure about this, but because an authority figure has told him go do a thing, he can't not do it.
0: Yeah, he's right. not sure about it because, like, Mr. Dink looks like Krusty Clown, like I said earlier. Really. He takes off his hat and his hair's all fucked up. Yeah, it's not that he's holding a fucking race. Right, he's holding a <laughs> weapon that's like you used, not a weapon, but it's like you a know, dangerous. Oh yeah, implement. it's not good. <laughs> it's not a good symbol. Also, probably rip, you rip your pockets up. The
2: one pair of shorts that Doug owns, man. But uh, so so, Doug is on his way to supposedly to this uh, barbershop, and he
1: runs into Skeeter. Skeeter and intercepts Ske- Doug. And attempts to right, redirect right. him.
2: Right. Uh he's like he's like, man, uh I'm on the way to the mall. Do you want to come with? Like I'm trying to get this video game, which is he, he describes it as like spaceships with poodles in them. Spaceships, Skeeter, but and, poodles fly that's that's Cool. Fucking cool tagline. Cool, I mean that was most like
0: nineties
1: games. That's game. <laughs> yeah. Like, Good point. And pork seconds. chop,
0: pork chop gets a gamer attitude when Doug says he's not going to go get the video game for uh, whiskey. Curious, he
1: didn't say any slurs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> by gamer attitude or saying slurs? Yeah.
1: No, I think we
2: got the second part. I think we figured out the second part. He of immediately gets pissed
0: that. off and like lies down on the ground, which is what <laughs> gamers do when any input is given to them. <laughs> we're gamers.
2: <laughs> anyway, but uh, Doug is like, nah, I can't play video games. I got to get my hair cut. And then Skeeter goes, oh, you're going to get your ears lowered. And Doug asks, like, what's that? And so I assume that this whole interaction was there in order to
0: explain what the title <laughs> means. right? Yeah, and this also shows you, once again, that Doug has no ability to recognize context clues. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, I'm gonna right. give. Him, I need like, to get a haircut. And he's like, Oh, you're getting your ears lowered. He's like, What does that mean?
1: <laughs> get your ears lowered? No, no, Skeeter, I, I'm not going to get my ears lowered. I am. How would one do such a, a thing? Haircut. Why would you say that after I said I wanted to get a? I wanted to get my hair cut. Are you well, Skeeter? I haven't heard you honk in about fifteen seconds.
0: Maybe you thinks Skeeter is into extreme body modification. Well, he
1: does
2: even imagine it. Like he looks yeah. into a, a storefront window where he can see his reflection. And he imagines his ears getting lower. He says so-
0: he sees his identity being altered right before him. <laughs> Was this another Doug, like in the mirror? No. Well, like, yeah, I mean, think? it's. It, I mean, like at the beginning, you see all the distorted Dugs. This is just him seeing. Yeah, just just seeing another version of himself. Sure. So
2: yeah, now that now that we understand the title of the episode, because I, I imagine people who didn't, who also didn't know what this meant, like Six looked at the title card, like, the yeah, they
0: looked, at, they looked at the title card, they're like, what? <laughs> what the hell is this episode about? Right? And then the like so, two guys from whatever region, like I guess the two guys in Richmond, Virginia that say this were like, oh Yeah going a haircut. <laughs> someone in the editing room, like, dude. We gotta explain this. <laughs> like, no, one, no one knows what
2: this means. <laughs> right. Uh, so, like, as they're having this conversation, uh, Judy happens to walk by. Uh, and Judy's like Judy. Judy says to them like this poetic statement, which basically comes down to, "Why are you just standing there? You should
0: go do something." Uh, so I, I googled this this bad boy. Um, okay. The line. The line is. Why are you just standing there, frittering your lives away? Gather ye rosebuds, the sands of time are running a pace I was like. Gather ye rosebuds I know I've heard that before and it's from a poem Let me read you the first verse of this poem It's called To the Virgins Make much of time Gather Ah. ye rosebuds while ye may Old time is still flying And this same flower that smiles today Tomorrow will be dying (laughs) Okay, Okay. This has to be a conscious effort Because like, when you google the phrase Gather ye rosebuds That's the only thing that comes up Is this this one poem
1: yeah, I mean, that makes sense that they were
2: trying to make a reference to something like that. I mean, they've done
1: that Wait, in the past hold on. Like, gather ye ro- uh, note to virgins, gather ye rosebuds. Wait. Judy, did you just tell your brother why are you not fucking? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, basically. Um, and... Honestly, that's. I just remembered uh, from the previous episode, there was that sign in the back of detention that says, time will pass, uh-huh. will you? Will it? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> does, does
2: it? <laughs> right. And also just like, damn, that's a lot of like a grim language <laughs> about just like, hurry up, dude, everyone's going to die soon. Like, go do something. It's tomorrow, it. actually. <laughs> <laughs> God yeah i mean this is definitely a conscious effort yeah, so judy
1: just drops okay existential terror on doug because evidently she's working through some shit and then and, and skeeter goes cool
0: where <laughs> yeah,
1: she says skeeter seeks the end skeeter will yeah. see the ending with his own eyes
0: Yeah, and Judy says I'm getting my hair dyed purple to match. This Judy might have done that, but that doesn't. None of the other Judys do. Also, there's no there's no Judy with purple hair.
1: Yeah. Also, (laughs) to match what Judy?
0: Well, her dress, right? Why would you the one the one dress she owns? (laughs) (laughs) it's like Doug getting his hair dyed green to match his vest. It's. I mean, I just I just thought this concept. What if they have an entire wardrobe, but they only like freeze frame on the one particular Doug wearing this one particular outfit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait you're saying that like, like there's the an there, they brother? have an entire entire wardrobe but like since it's a different doug and judy every time they this is every time they die they pick up out this outfit
1: <laughs> god oh, an entire god. wardrobe <laughs> full of just dusty clothing that's never been used because nope another day another doug yeah. and judy i'm ah, <laughs> saying this is doug's
0: funeral suit yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's his death suit <laughs>
1: I cremate damn. the old one, put the suit back on the hanger, and the next one comes in and grabs it.
0: Look, this episode oh, sucks so bad, and I had to do something <laughs> with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: It's so
0: boring. Like it's one. So- it's, it's maybe the worst one. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe Doug doesn't boring. die every time, and I just want to die every time.
2: <laughs> I mean, look, if you're gonna like
0: guess at which is the <laughs>
2: episode that's the worst, the one where Doug wants to get a haircut would be.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's your entire source attention. <laughs>
0: and now what's gonna happen if he fails oh no his hair's (laughs) long (laughs) yeah it's a big conflict the
1: stakes are low and the tension is lower but anyway we move on to they get judy drags doug along to the place where she gets her hair done like crash and burn i don't have the full thing here it's called slash burn and curl okay cool at slash burn and <laughs> curl is a it is something out of a nineties Christian conservatives nightmare.
2: But also slash burn and curl, is that like isn't slash and burn like a term for like clearing forests? Yes, cutting down all those <laughs> then, damn
1: pollution causing trees.
2: Yeah, and then like a curling the earth up around it afterwards. Yeah. So this is like weird. Shit, man. Like that,
1: this is Clearly, Judy likes going to a barbershop that specializes in irony, which, hell
2: yeah. <laughs> that makes Same. sense. Makes a ton of sense for her.
1: Inside, people are getting a host of ironic haircuts.
0: Like, Give me the cultural appropriation, please. Yes.
2: <laughs> Including one of Roger's minions. Yeah. He's one of the people getting his haircut. The dude with like the fucking
0: ring yeah, it, eye
2: and the ha- heart. Yeah, we never
0: see him wearing that haircut ever again for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, he probably was like, "Man, this sucks ass." <laughs> he shaved his head. <laughs> <Yeah. afterwards. laughs> so- he
2: did it. He did it for irony and not the actual. Yeah. Wear it.
1: I feel like like this is my first point where I think I'm starting to glimpse the moral of the episode that Jim Jenkins is driving towards, and I think it's fear novelty, fear anything that would take <laughs> you outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Even I, change it's, is it's, bad. I think that's
0: it's, why your world will never change, Todd Yeah.
2: Well, I think it eventually comes around to be yourself, but honestly, it's be yourself to a fault. It's like be yourself and don't never ever permit ex-
1: change. Change is death.
0: You can't right. change. You get impossible because you're the right. the way to prevent change forever is to die.
1: Yep. And anyway,
0: <laughs> that's the end. That's everything you're gonna be.
1: And so we see Doug, like, in the category of, again, comfort zone bullshit, we see Doug recoiling in horror and fear from a sound, from a, I don't know, stereo speaker set, playing rock music at him. Evidently, he thinks that if it's not the beats, it's not actually music. And Judy says, honestly, Doug, you're so pedestrian. Which, yes, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that's his character. (laughs) Uh, Doug is allergic to the 1950s version of cool yep So, he, he,
2: there's also a bunch of people
0: getting, like, wild haircuts, and one
2: of the ones that he sees is uh, a woman getting her name and phone number getting shaved into her head, which, like, I imagine is sort of like, uh, you know, like, how you sometimes will put a chip into a dog's head so that when they get lost, <laughs> you can find them?
1: Yeah, a dog. <laughs> is... I have definitely not done that to any of my good friends.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, how'd you know my address? How'd
1: you send me that Christmas card? Uh, Let's not worry about (laughs) such things now
0: Sometimes I wake up With a horrible shock in my neck Is that you? (laughs) I
1: mean maybe me Uh, Maybe the reptilians It's hard to say these things You should get that checked
0: out (laughs) (laughs) Also Uh, when she finishes Shaving this woman's head She goes
1: What's your area code? We'll be able to put more hair
0: on later (laughs) Yes
2: yeah and and then doug uh has a fantasy of getting the same th- well no not his phone number but he gets a fantasy of sh- getting his name shaved onto the back of his head in a place where hair doesn't exist like someone <laughs> like gluing- yeah like someone like gluing glitter onto the back of his head in the shape of his name yeah,
1: he imagines himself <laughs> with more hair and is horrified Yeah, I mean, he's imagined
2: himself with more hair before. Uh, That was like, oh yeah, come to think of it, uh, in the episode where he was, like, becoming the mayor in 30 years, he had longer hair, and he wasn't, like, seeking a haircut at the time. I think maybe in time Doug will realize that longer hair is okay.
1: But for now, he is still utterly petrified by the thought of changing anything about himself, because to change would be to die.
0: Yeah, I'm imagining like a Super Mario situation where there's just like infinite Dugs, and then one they just use them as the <laughs> episodes happen. Right. The next, the, the the
2: long hair one that gets killed in here. Uh, right. Another copy of it becomes the mayor in 30 years. Right. No, that long <laughs> hair fantasies. one only
0: lasts and only lives for the duration of the mayor fantasy. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and all these fantasies are him glimpsing those.
0: fantasies.
1: <laughs> 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 We've established the Doug reality barrier. Right. <laughs> there is a universe where Quailman exists and it is the saddest universe of all.
0: <laughs> There's an infinite amount of Quailmans <laughs> making an infinite amount of pointless decisions. Right. <laughs> oh man. So 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 Doug
2: gets terrified, uh, and he runs runs out of this place while like Judy's like trying to introduce him to uh like the the guy who runs the Bebo. place he runs out.
1: What? Bebo, Bebo is the Bebo. guy's name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the first like original character name in the show. Instead of, just, I'm surprised they didn't just reuse Skunky Beaumont again. <laughs>
1: yeah. This is Skunky Beaumont. This is what he's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Doug.
2: So Doug gets petrified. He sprints out the door. And then Skeeter's like, hey, why don't you go to this place in the mall with me called The Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow? And uh, Doug's like, No, he's like, I can't do that. So he like immediately trusts Judy's choice, who's like a weird character in the show. But his best friend, he's like, no, fuck you, I
0: won't take your advice. Your hair looks like shit. Looks like doo-doo, Skeeter. (laughs) But Skeeter's hair looks just like Doug's. It's fine. Same haircut.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. Malignant narcissism. I see this hair and I hate it.
0: But then Skeeter says, they'll give you a perfect haircut, and then Doug's like perfect haircut and then looks up at a, at a billboard and he imagines himself he imagines himself on the billboard saying the words perfect haircut <laughs> yeah. like as a comic book which belay. is
1: <laughs> astonishing and it's
0: being an advertisement for
2: hair today gone tomorrow like they made him their poster child <laughs> except
1: for then it turns out that the billboard he's imagining ha- is a shea cheese restaurant billboard and he says wait huh as he, he reestablishes this, meaning that he is genuinely surprised, he actually thought that billboard said that for a second. <laughs>
2: yeah. And the this like Shea Cheese uh, restaurant—it's like a restaurant supposedly that's on this billboard, and it's a the picture of it like is 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 a guy holding a cup and saying cheese. Please. So to me, this is just uh, a restaurant where you just drink cheese. I'm out of, cups. of that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is a sick restaurant. <laughs> that restaurant, restaurant kicks there. ass. Right next yeah. to the diarrhea restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the restaurant the that restaurant, gives you diarrhea so you can digest the cheese.
3: Half the is restaurant. Is that how that works, Sam?
0: Bathroom. Yeah, because you get constipation when you eat tons of cheese. Ah, science. Off, I understand now. <laughs> It's just half Look, my brain's working on a different level right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me to make sense.
2: Maybe the whole restaurant is just like individual bathroom stalls, and they just like hand you cheese.
0: Yeah, they just hand you like lax to, in coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Shea cheese, we're so, opening this tomorrow.
2: Yeah, so Doug decides, Skeeter convinces him uh, that this would be the perfect cut, and so they go to the mall together, and uh, who do they run into there but Roger? Oh Ooh. no, hold on. Ooh. The openness, yeah. the line into this is
0: I have a good feeling about this.
2: He popped a balloon. Roger approaches them them by popping a balloon directly
0: in Doug's ear. I like him just (laughs) seeing Doug come in, and he's like, I know what I'll do. And he goes over to Party World, and he's like, one balloon, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So I
2: noticed that right in the shot where they first are coming in, uh, into the mall, there's actually a clown standing with balloons nearby. So I guess Roger just fucking punched the clown out and (laughs) took his balloons.
0: It's like I'm gonna get it. Roger <laughs> lives. At, I my idea is Roger lives at Party World. <laughs> no, Roger lives it's in a... Doug's backyard because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just shows up all the fucking time.
1: And actually, this is the first <laughs> time that like a very important question is asked because Skeeter says, "Hey, man, who invited you?" Well, no, it's it's because Roger says uh,
2: to Doug when they Doug tells him that they're that he's going to get a haircut, and Roger says. Oh, that would be a fun thing to watch.
0: Well, no, he yeah. says he he comes up to them and he says, "Well, if it isn't Funny Face and his comical sidekick Mosquito." This my interpretation of this incredibly <laughs> awkward line is that <laughs> Roger is also realizing he's a fictional character because that's just something you would say to like introduce the concept of Doug and Skeeter to somebody, <laughs> not like actually address them. I think he's realizing he's a, they're all fictional too but roger's pulling a joker and he doesn't give a shit also i this think- is the <laughs> yeah. perfect life
1: yeah and also <laughs> i think there's an element in there of this is the first time we've seen roger and skeeter interacting and as Ooh, if they were two true. separate things except for roger while of course his purpose is to antagonize doug and his comical sidekick mosquito Because he knows Skeeter for what he is. He's the goody two-shoes version of him. What are you doing here? This is an episode where Doug is freaking out about something. Don't you have somewhere else to be while I take over? Oh, so it's like the
2: angel and devil kind of shit on his shoulders. Of like, get out of here. He's making a decision. Like he's he's gonna be able to do this himself. And the other and Rogers, who who again they're the same person. Roger is sitting there being like, no, remember, it's scary. It'll be bad. Rogers right? just
0: tells Skeeter to go play video games, and he does that. Yep, is <laughs> <laughs> easily swayed? Contra. I also like, like he's oh, like, shit. what right. brings you two losers to the mall? Just like. We're going to purchase goods and services. <laughs> Why are you here, Roger? Like what do you think we're doing in the mall, dumbass? <laughs> we're
2: we're here for balloons, just like you. <laughs> oh my
0: god. Hey, yeah, you so broke like... your balloon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Ah shit, you're
0: right.
2: I didn't... Yeah, so Racha responds to this with the phrase, Hey, it's a free country, which has. Is it? And- uh-huh.
3: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Are it's we even monarchy. in America? Well, we don't know that because are we like are no elections. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but also I just gotta say that when everyone, whenever anyone says, "Hey, it's a free country," they're about to be an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like when anyone says, "Hey, man, freedom of speech," they're about to say something that's like mean or racist or whatever, right? Like
1: that's never. It's a one good of those heated gamer thing. moment warning signs
0: yeah right look i'm not racist but this is a free country and <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's exactly the kind of shit roger's about to say okay
2: so they make their way to the barber also town. on the way uh, there
1: because i'm keeping track of the stores in the four leaf clover mall we mm-hmm. go past the baloney hut which seems to be a food court building and
0: rack home of the baloney benders <laughs> Get your butt to the Home of the
1: Bologna Benders, my least favorite subplot in Avatar The Last Airbender. And also (laughs) Raccoon Records.
0: Probably racist.
1: Oh shit. Maybe they're just. Yeah, we're in Virginia. Like that's that's (laughs) definitely racist.
2: I was more so thinking that raccoons just steal a bunch of shit from the garbage, which is basically how Napster works. Also
1: an option. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> so okay so they arrive at the barbershop uh and it's just a fucking great clips looking place like you know you'd expect a mall barbershop to be uh and skeeter's like all right here's the place uh don't get try to avoid fluke she's crazy but everyone else is great it's like, and okay, then skeeter
1: wanders perfect. off
0: to go buy video
1: games Obviously, because yeah, why? Right? Because
0: the game. I guess it's babbages at this point. He goes to babbages and fucks off the rest <laughs> of the episode, leaving Roger to do I his wish, very important work. I wish I wish I could do right now. <laughs> <laughs> Babbage's probably doesn't exist.
2: It doesn't. It's GameStop now. (laughs) That's why you can't go. All right, I'm trapped
0: Uh, here. uh, Also, Fluke's. I mean, they say Fluke's crazy. It's because like points Doug to another goddamn mirror, and he has several revelations that we'll get into. (laughs) Yes, right. So, uh, yeah. So Doug gets in there.
2: Killer tofu place. Killer, yep. Killer Tofu's playing, so this place is already better than the last place. Uh, and we see all the other barbers that are doing haircuts, including the clerk from the shoe shop. She also cuts hair here, and someone cutting the hair of someone who looks exactly like her. So,
0: like cutting her twin's hair. Ah, good to see. The, um. the simulation is breaking. <laughs> That's my interpretation. Hey, hey, hey.
1: self care is important.
0: <laughs> 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 True
1: i accept all your barbs and condemnations please direct all bricks
0: to mike's windows the simulation is is breaking because reality is going to end in like three or four minutes (laughs) that's why when roger says this will be fun to watch is that he like knows that like the haircut signifies like this doug's last moments (laughs) it's like the end of the earth yeah and 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 then like yeah and then like uh well well, let's let's get it i'll i'll Put, put, put a pin in this. I'll get back to that in a second. Okay. Uh,
2: so, Doug sits down, uh, and he starts, like, looking at magazines, and he sees, like, two women's style magazines called Swell Hair and Super Dews, and the dudes has an apostrophe in it, which means that it's, like, possessive, right? That's, so, it's the magazine of Super Dews. Uh, and Doug imagines himself in the women's hairstyles. So, like, you know, that's cool, Doug. Like, he also state. says, Huh?
1: Because he wasn't imagining that—that that actually happened—and oh, he yeah. was confused by it. That was like more reality
2: breaking. Like that was happening, just yeah, like with the. This is probably right?
1: the episode that started the Mister Dink is micro dosing Doug theory, which is a. <laughs> yeah, baby. It
0: starts with a fucking acid trip. Yeah, it's a
1: it's mm-hmm. a baby theory for idiot moron children. But like, yeah, us.
0: unlike my theory, which is complicated and relates to Super Mario players. <laughs> yeah, but I can understand where those people are coming from because this is the first
1: time Doug has looked at his, what supposedly his imagination has reacted with what? No, that's not me why am I imagining this? What what is going on and being surprised yeah, this and being one, surprised when it goes the away the
0: imagination just like pervade real life in this one which i haven't uh-huh. really paid attention to how much that happens in the other ones but it happens all the time yeah, it, in this
1: yeah, one yeah it usually mm-hmm. doesn't happen that way usually it's very clear that Doug is imagining it and that he does not react to his imagination as though it's a fucking nightmare <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's usually right. clear when he's going to loser land. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right. and it and it even like it'll usually like make that noise, but yeah. like in these, it doesn't at all. It's just part of reality,
1: right? Even yeah, yeah. Every part of this, including Doug's understanding of the rules of the universe, is phoning this episode in.
2: <laughs> so, Doug. Gets, he effectively
0: gets to be his turn And he sits down in a barber chair well, Roger uh, says uh, Don't let them scalp you No sudden movements Like
3: <sighs> Alright
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, What kind of place is this Jesus. Thanks for that Roger
1: Yeah, You have nothing so else to work with So okay just be afraid of sharp objects That's all I got here
2: <laughs> Don't run with scissors like a good boy huh. So When he, when he sits when he sits in the chair, the chair spins around on its own, which is, like, a little weird, but it's actually kind of what Doug's looking for. Like, he remembered, that was, like, the first thing he remembered about Big Al, his old barber, was that the chair spun Keeps around. to ride the chair! Fun. Yeah. yeah, it was great fun for a good boy. <laughs> um, he also goes so he by somebody
1: down. who is definitely not Patty reading Perm Magazine.
2: Right. Uh, with no pictures on the front. It's just a yellow pamphlet that says perm in block text on the front. Uh, and so her, like, she's got, like, a little thing over her head, like, a towel while her hair's drying. And uh, the towel gets pulled off. And, hey, what do you know? It's Patty. My God. And she goes, she goes oh, Doug, you good at your cut here, too? And Doug immediately lies to her and says yes. For no
0: reason. He could just be like, no, I'm <laughs> right. trying this place out.
2: Yeah, yeah, what do you think of this place? That could be like a way to build a what relationship. Is, what like, does Fluke look like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who do you recommend I get my haircut by? <laughs> right? So, and and also, like, you're allowed to request a barber yeah, like, when you that's go to an one option.
1: of these great clips places. You can also say yeah. you'd like your haircut a specific way. That's a thing you can do, Doug.
0: Yeah. Not when reality is fixed like this. That's true, good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he gets approached
1: by a barber
2: uh, who goes, okay, enough flirting. Immediately owns his dumb ass. <laughs> yeah. So and Duck doesn't react to this. He's not like, oh, I wasn't flirting. Oh, no, like he doesn't get nervous by that. He's just like, yeah, you're right. It's time for haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I so, should stop that.
1: <laughs> thank you, authority yeah. figure. It's time for me to submit.
2: Yeah, so uh, the barber, like, Kind of, like, introduces herself. I don't remember no, what she says her name I'm is, Cynthia, but, she
1: says. Cynthia. In the traditional American doing a bad British accent voice. But, uh,
2: yeah, and, and Doug's like, oh, phew, thank goodness. Then she goes, but most people around here call me
0: fluke. He's like, oh, God. Oh, no. No, no. How could, How could, this, could this have this? happened? <laughs> yeah. I could not have seen this coming. What a fluke occurrence. <laughs> 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 but uh, <so laughs> Luke also knows the, the the score here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so
2: like Doug, she like she like tries to like start inspecting Doug. She's like, "Oh, let me get my artist's eye in here. Let me figure out what your hair needs." And Doug's like. Trying to tell her, otherwise she's like no. He's like nah. I want something specific, and she's like no. Shut up. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna tell you what you Let want.
1: Let the artist right? work. All I want. No 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 no.
0: Don't argue with the artist.
1: All right. Which makes you wonder how she's avoided being fired at this point. Because seriously, like totally. you work in a hair salon in the mall. Turnover is pretty <laughs> fucking harsh.
0: Given that given that Doug's dad is a photographer at Walmart, she probably makes six hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> That's good true. point. That's a good also,
1: point. Also, just a very important part of this is Fluke's character design includes a necklace that just has a peace symbol on it, just as a extra label from Jim Jenkins. This character is not to be taken seriously. Any thoughts expressed by this person are crazy hippie nonsense. All right-minded people must ignore.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like she's 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 established to be a weirdo in the same way that Judy's established to be a weirdo, even though, you know, Judy's a pretty rational character.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, usually uh, one that knows, knows about it. art.
3: <laughs> yes, right.
2: So uh, as 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 the barber is like inspecting him, she goes, she goes. Okay, I know just what you need. You need a perm. You need a perm with highlights and moose, right? And uh, Doug is like imagining what all of these look like. And so these are like different versions of Doug. And the moose one, he imagines is like literal
0: moose horns. Does she say moose? Yeah, at the at the end. Okay. That's her third, right? Phase right, right. I didn't hear Moose. So what I thought was he was seeing cause I thought like when I when I didn't hear Moose, I was just like this this last haircut. Well, first off, sorry, go step step me back a sec. Doug thinks highlights are just clown colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but what I was gonna no, say dude.
0: is that uh the thing Doug sees is like doesn't have anything to do with what she's describing, but I guess like I didn't hear the moose part. I and mean, where I was gonna go with that is that like Doug is seeing what he sees at the very end of the episode. Like the last thing he sees before the episode closes out is Roger in the moose haircut.
1: Yeah, it's a brick yeah. joke because moose is a thing you put in hair, but Doug can only right. imagine that as somehow you're going to make moose antlers and put them on my head. And that's
0: what happens. <laughs> it's literally <what> happens. <laughs>
1: which is yeah,
2: Doug fucking nailed yeah, it.
1: With, Again, the failure of the joke is baffling in its complexity, because if they just left it there, that would have been, ha ha, Doug doesn't know a thing, and then it turned out, no, actually, he was right. No, you've you've undone, (laughs) uh, you've taken a joke that could have been funny and undone it retroactively. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. Maybe this is maybe this is on purpose because like this character is particularly sinister to Doug because Doug goes, Hey, I want to leave. And then she just goes, Hey, chill out. And then Doug yeah, says, is- Please can I say something here? Can you, Doug? No, you can't. <laughs>
2: So this also establishes the pattern that Doug gets regularly owned by people running stores at the mall, because this is what happened with the shoe clerk, too, who also works in this fucking store. Like, they're voices of authority, but they shouldn't be. They're not even like an adult that Doug trusts. They're like
0: an adult that Doug is trying to buy goods and services from. And she says, you won't, you won't even, you won't even recognize yourself. And Doug says the line that like set me down this horrible path. (laughs) I don't want to not recognize myself. How will I know who I am?
1: Yeah. Okay. Like we are getting to the
0: (gasps) heart. Extremely philosophy 101 here.
1: (laughs) We are getting to the heart of Jim Jenkins cultural conservatism here. You are nothing more than an amalgam of signifiers to change, to grow, to adjust. These are forbidden. To change a signifier, even something as simple as getting a haircut you don't like, is to change your inner self beyond recognition. Doug's stupid sweater vest and five hairs sticking out of his head are all that keep him Doug. Anything more and he would be one of the freaks of Slash, Burn, and Curl, who are doing experiments (laughs) with new things and are thus forever alien to polite society. This one, like, normally I feel slightly off about saying this is what Jim Jenkins thinks. No, that is the entire message of this episode, that you should stick with the familiar and the normal. Fear change, small children, because change (laughs) is terrifying and confusing, and you should just stay the way you are forever. By the way, when you hit puberty, oh boy, that's gonna really fuck you up.
2: I mean, okay, it's... That's true, like, it's definitely true that the moral of this is that change is bad and scary, but it's also a little understandable, right? Like, I've definitely felt that way, especially at this age, when it's like, you know, this is me, and like, oh god, I don't, I remember specifically being, like, nervous to wear jeans, because I was like, ah, no, I always wear these weird khakis, It's a relatable
1: (laughs) bit of, uh, like, the actual specific anxiety Doug feels is relatable, You could put together a pretty solid moral here if you were so inclined. Jim Jenkins is not so inclined. Jim Jenkins wants to make it clear that, yes, your fear of ever-changing is good. It is necessary. Do not, under any circumstances, go against authority. Do not go against tradition. Do not change yourself because to change is to die.
0: Remember that that the resolution here is that his barber has a different first name. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to that as we get there. That's the end. (laughs) Yeah. That's the extent of his change. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah, and and he gets to it. Literally taking away the one sign, physical sign that Doug has grown. (laughs) Yep. The moral is nothing changes. Okay, so
2: eventually Doug gets all, like, fed up. Like, he's afraid to leave because, like, he thinks that Patty's gonna think he's stupid for running out or whatever. But he sneaks out, uh, and... Oh, no, I gotta hit this one for a
1: second. Because there is a... Doug narrates, because clearly there is a commercial break in here. I couldn't stay. I'd end up with cotton candy for hair. But I couldn't leave. Patty would see me. So he's trapped in this horrible paradox of, how will he ever do this? And then he just leaves, and Patty sees him leave.
2: <laughs> well, no, Patty doesn't see him leave, because she's like, where'd Doug go? I think she was, like, getting her hair blow-dried
1: or something. She says, where'd Doug go? And then Roger, who is sitting next to her, says, ah, that funny, what a loser. So, no, you set up the stakes and then immediately ignored it.
0: <laughs> that is true. I but wonder like, if it's not- I wonder if Roger needed a haircut, or if he just thinks, like, <sighs> bullying Doug is taking a haircut that Doug didn't want. <laughs>
2: Well, this is just like with the shoes. I don't think Roger went to the mall to get those shoes. He just saw Doug fuck it up and then was like, actually, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll show him. And recall, specifically in this, from a couple of episodes back, Roger is insecure about his hair. You remember yeah. in the photography episode? Like, uh, in the, yeah. like the school pictures episode? Doug says to Roger, like, hey, hair's looking extra pointy. And Roger's like, what do you know? My hair's fine. Right? Yeah. So
0: hair is like a sticking point, for or
1: Roger. was a sticking point for him, because we are in a new episode and thus a new iteration of all these characters. <laughs> really? This Roger doesn't give a rat's ass.
0: Yeah, sure. and also this Roger ends with the f- funny-looking hair, and it, I mean, like, it goes back to normal because that's, this this the last Roger that has. This is the last iteration of this Roger that has moose hair before the world ends. <laughs> yes. Right. before before oblivion takes us all.
2: Yeah. Okay. So happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So Doug leaves uh, this barber shop and he's walking down the street and he's like, Oh man, I don't know what to do. I, I like I can't find a barber. And then he runs into this
0: barber pole.
1: Deus ex machina drops from heaven itself and clocks Doug in the face.
0: Every hair person so far has owned Doug in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he runs into this new guy, and the guy's like,
2: hey. You're looking a little you're looking a little like shit. It looks like you need a haircut. Yep. <laughs> right? Like he says it, he's just like, "Man, you you look like trash, bro. Let me cut your hair." Uh and Doug and he's like for free. And Doug like instantly trusts this guy,
1: yep. right? And a figure come into of, my van. A figure of authority has alpha on Doug, therefore he must obey. <laughs>
2: Oh, but specifically Doug hasn't listened to any of the people in his life. Like he didn't even give Dink's guy a chance. He didn't give, uh, he didn't give a chance to Judy's, uh, barber. He didn't give a chance to Skeeter's barbershop. And now this random fucking dude, who's just like, Hey, come to me for
0: free. Doug's like, Oh yeah. Yeah, totally yeah that's right. why the razor like, thing was extra fucked up because he doesn't even go there like it, totally. it would make sense if the razor thing was like Judy's hairstyle place and it would make yeah. sense too because like he got a funky like hairdo but no right. he just gets a razor <laughs> yeah.
2: he, like, he could have gone there and said hey give me something that's not a crusty the Clown cut but he, doesn't <laughs> it a, he doesn't even give it a shot <laughs> right so this new guy is just like, "Hey, it's my first day here in Bluffington," and he's also got that like New York. He's accent. more
1: of a vaguely Italian um, guy. He has a different accent sure. than the other guy.
2: So yeah, and Doug's like, "Oh yeah, totally," and he goes into the shop. Uh, in the barber shop, there is
1: also a toy car seat. Oh no! Babies, like, just like the, in the, the thing is, I went back and I checked this. It is the exact same fucking barbershop, except for in this one, the sole distinction is that in the other one, the little toy car, the toy for babies was a toy rocket ship. In this one, it's a toy car. That's it. Also, this one is one of the two of them is green and the other one is blue.
2: But what that tells me is that the thing that Doug needs to feel comfortable in a barbershop is a seat for babies.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So, and also, like, I personally wouldn't really trust someone who's just like, hey, you want a free haircut? Right? Like, some random fucker on the street who insults me and then says, I'll
0: give you a free haircut. First (laughs) assaults you, just pushes a pole into your face. Yeah. And he's like, hey, dude, come on in. I would not like that. But... I don't know, but this is
2: this is a man's man barber, right? Like this is one of your old This is an old
1: time this is the kind of place you saw back in the good old days.
0: <laughs> this is a barber that only makes two hundred thousand dollars a year, like a real man. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> real no, working it's, class sympathies on this guy. <laughs>
0: so
2: Doug gets his hair cut by this guy uh, like he will no he tries to explain to the guy the guy says like oh what can I do for you and he tries to explain what he wants and the guy
0: cuts
1: yeah, him off just, just like Fluke like, the guy basically says shut up kid I'll give you what I'm going to give you
0: well I, I want a, a trim but not too short it, it should be neat but kind of messy I like it <laughs> relax
2: I think I know what you mean yeah, and unlike Fluke, he doesn't tell him what that is. Like, Fluke at least had the courtesy to tell Doug what was happening. Yo, about I'm gonna fuck to your hair up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This guy was just like, shut up. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> right? I think I know what you want.
0: Right? I like how Doug's perfect haircut, he's just saying, I just want half an inch taken off my six hairs, please. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Like, it's also just fascinating because you see in the total non difference there between fluke and this guy that yeah no this is jim jenkins cultural conservatives, and talking once more i really want somebody to just tell me what i want because making decisions is hard and painful for me
0: I mean, right and then you just
1: do it
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it's just funny. fuck
2: me up fam <laughs> right. okay so he gets his hair cut uh and he, at first it's like sort of slicked down after after the guy's done with him and like during the cut Doug's like protesting he's like no wait uh maybe a little different not this right but then the guy finishes and then like Doug sort of ruffles his hair around and he's like oh, it's perfect right uh and then they get off the chair and while the guy's like dusting him down Doug is like, "Hey." I know who you remind me of. <laughs> it's the person I've been thinking
1: about this whole
3: time.
2: The only I mean, other you remind me of d- the
1: only other person who's ever cut my hair for some reason. Right and like it takes him this fucking
2: long to realize it and and the guy goes oh yeah that's my cousin big al in bloatsburg he's yeah he's my cousin they're like oh my god what a crazy coincidence right thank goodness it all worked out and i didn't have to make any decisions or change at all i just get the same
0: Right? I mean, maybe so, <laughs> may, I'm maybe I, I might change my metaphor here a little bit. Maybe getting her haircut is a metaphor for dying instead of like You know, because he's protesting while it's happening. It takes him the entire fucking episode to do it. And he has to have the same goddamn person do it. True. Like maybe and uh, like, It's like getting the strands of fate cut or yeah, right. He's uh, sure, yeah, right. this is
1: a visit to your own personal reaper.
0: Because <laughs> like he ties the his one entire player. identity to his physical appearance and his physical appearance thus changes. Therefore he's a new Doug. I like he, the idea he? of Doug just being Super Mario and his alive hands so, I <laughs> like that better, so I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck off, Doug. Fair enough. Uh yeah, and so then
2: the barber is like, Hey, how about a little candy for a big boy <laughs> from my partner. How about a treat <laughs> for he the pulls-
1: good boy who needs his treat he- treats? <laughs>
2: And he pulls two suckers that are probably fucking covered in hair out of his pocket and hands them to Doug. Like, I don't want pocket candy from a barber. (laughs) (laughs) From a barber I I just met who gave me a free haircut. Like, that seems. You're never going to get
1: any of the cool addictions that way, Mike. (laughs) Oh.
2: Oh, God. But yeah, so Doug. And then we cut back to Doug in his room Right in his journal
1: Opening with deer Journal because he hasn't done The deer Journal thing this whole time
2: mm-hmm. Yeah this has been real time It hasn't been a recall episode Uh and so Doug says Everyone tried me Tried to make me different But you have to be who you are And oh, Because man, if you're like, not who you yes. are
0: Then who are you Doug you're a slice of white bread Dipped in skim milk <laughs> pretty good
3: <laughs> and
2: I mean yes like be yourself that's true but also you know possibly
0: you'll be open. Oh, to he's accepting his fate that the universe is about to end be yourself to
1: the exclusion of all other things never permit another to influence you or change you in any way stasis is perfection pure and
0: infertile you only exist <laughs> oh. as far as this episode goes that's that's your life yeah. that's you that's you Doug it's perfect, the perfect way it is, and then Skeeter just had just enters. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. Well, Skeeter knocks, and he's just like,
2: "Hey, it's me, Skeeter." Blah, 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 blah. Uh, look outside, Rogers in your
1: backyard as
2: usual. Yeah, Rogers outside your house, and he they look outside, and Roger is outside arguing with squirrels
0: as one uh, does. Uh, Do squirrels yeah. like moose? Like no, why they don't really? Like, why are these why are these squirrels bothering? Because he looks, he's got the moose haircut. One of the other, so why?
1: Okay, minor. Like, it's a little late for a sidebar, but I do like this one. The moose is nature's super weapon. There is nothing on the face of the planet that has a reaction to seeing a moose that is not. I should be somewhere else now because moose are. (laughs) What
0: about a gun?
1: Moose are even even if you've got a gun. Like, oh, fuck, what the hell's the, uh, like, you got one shot, you better make it fucking count.
2: Yeah, if you step to the king, don't
1: miss. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, because moose are territorial, angry, and bears, a bear can take a moose, but it's not gonna come out of it unwounded. I'll just Dark Souls roll around it, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, you, you pathetic hairless ape, find a different place to be. Be.
2: Yeah, if you hit a moose with your car, the moose won't care and you will die. <laughs> yeah, if
1: you hit a moose with your car, the moose will then be, Hey, that actually kind of hurt. And then it will spend the next 30 minutes fucking your car up. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Okay. But yeah, so that's... Yeah, it's... it's That's, that's a good i guess cut for roger then yeah because it shows that he's powerful
1: but for some reason the squirrels are chattering at him and he's being all hey what are you looking at what are you looking at roger suddenly from jersey for some reason well
2: roger's still being sensitive about his hair yeah which is like it's the same from pre from from the picture episode, which is
1: how you can tell this episode isn't canon because something got carried over from the past
2: right <laughs> that one thing and no other things yeah, so so that's the end of this episode. That's where we fade out on. Uh, Fades Roger out on Doug can... laughing. <laughs>
0: Doug and scared of for,
2: just... for the first, <gasps> the end of the
3: world
1: is somebody laughing at someone else. Someone who is, is suffering people. who isn't. D- Doug is entertained by something and thus the world dies. Yes,
2: that's what does it. That's what ends the world is people laughing at something that isn't Doug.
1: That's God. fascinating. R.I.P. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm sorry, Doug, you evoked the prophecy, and thus the world ended.
0: The first dream ended in screams, and this one ends in laughter, as Doug has accepted the fate of all things.
1: (laughs) I, like all things, must end, and if I must end, I must die laughing into the face of the god who has killed me. Goodbye, Jim Jenkins, who is also me. Just,
0: while I say that, I take off my rope, and on my back is the red dragon tattoo. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh my god okay let's call this here on you that have been one. witness to a great becoming dear viewers
1: <laughs> yeah. your 2019 has You're- ended 2020 will begin now is the year of the duggan
2: <laughs> and the year when we hope that you'll continue to stick with us through these episodes of the funny papers Oh, man, come join us next time, dear readers. We'll see you then.
3: Bye. Bye.